Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Gator Framework Studio in Music City. It's the Dining at Disney podcast. You know the thing about good food? It brings folks together. All walks of life. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. The Dining at Disney podcast. Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I am Kristen, Disney park enthusiast, foodie, travel expert, and drinking zero calorie beverages. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. I'm Al John Go, lover of all things Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, content creator, producer of this podcast, and I'm doing the safety dance. <laughs> and I'm Pat, experiential producer, film historian, taking you to a better place. Welcome to the show. If you haven't already, please be sure to like, subscribe, and click the notification bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lots of news today. We're talking about lots of news. So much news. News, news, and more news. All the news. Where shall we begin? I have a question. I want to know what I should be for Halloween because I am struggling. <laughs> I am on the struggle bus for deciding Halloween. And the thing is, this year, instead of having brown hair, which my hair has been for, I don't know how many years, it's actually going to be blonde. Yeah. I don't know. You could, I don't know. I know you're like feeling that Renaissance thing. Yeah. Or vampire. Vampire would be cute. I, I I have a feeling though, uh, if we get in and settle in with Loki uh, when it when the next season streams on Disney Plus this week, mm. that um, you're probably going to want to dress up as Sylvie or President. She have Loki. a fun new haircut this season. <laughs> she does. She looks good. President Loki. <laughs> right, President Loki. That's always President fun. Loki. I like President Loki because it's a like a really cool olive green suit, vest suit, power suit with the uh, vote for Loki pin. That's like the best. That vote for Loki pin is so good. I've, I mean, that's just a great pin. And, you know, it comes straight from the comics, too, which is hilarious. Yep. Looks just like it. Respect. Just be Alligator Loki. He's <laughs> Alligator Loki is great. I love the crown. I think Alligator so uh, Marvel.com recently posted a poll. And Alligator Loki was by far beating out all the other Lokis for favorite. Of course. This is perfect. Yeah. Alligator Loki and Frog Thor. Yes. That's what's up. Animal Avengers, yes. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever you decide to do, Kristen, I'm there with you. I want to kind of be up in this, you know, couple's Halloween outfit thing. So, uh, yeah, whatever you decide. Okay. I, I think maybe that should be a poll on our podcast there uh, on our poll question for Spotify is what should Kristen dress up as? We'll add, you know, we'll give several different ones and then our audience can vote for you. Yeah. 
You should be Shin Hati. I mean, you won't be that oh, black, but. Yeah, Shin Hati. We love her. Shin Hati's a Hati. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? And how? And Sabine. Okay. Yep. Where are we at? Oh, yes, the news. Yeah. Let's do it. Yes, Ahsoka too, by the way. Awesome. I haven't watched the finale. Don't don't ruin it for me yet. I won't. I gotta watch it. I won't. Everyone dies. Everyone no. dies. Yes. The boat sinks. <laughs> <laughs> A new Disney hotel lounge is now open, gang. Let's go to the villas at the Disneyland Hotel. The West Coast. What we got, Kristen? Okay, so near where Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar is located, they have brought a new lounge. So it features some items, including chicken wings. They have truffle fries. There's a toasted quinoa and baby kale. You have a four cheese pizza, turkey club, Wagyu cheeseburger, and steak frites. Uh, for dessert, there is a molten chocolate cake. So food's kind of limited. However, they have some nice fancy cocktails that I am all about. So for example, they have one of my favorites, the Aviation Hendrix Gin. It has the Luxardo Marchino, Creme de Violet, and lemon. Very tasty. Nice. Uh, there's a Hemingway Daiquiri, Mezcal Paloma, right up your alley. Uh, martini. They've got Negroni. A old-fashioned margarita derby, which if you aren't familiar with it, uh, it has the whistle pig piggyback six-year rye, honey syrup, and grapefruit. All good. And a bramble is also on the menu. Got wines to choose from, sparkling white, one rosé. So if you like rosé, they've got one from France. <laughs> They've got red wine, draft, and a bottled beer. Uh, the lounge is open daily from 5 p.m. to closing. Could they have picked a more imaginative name, or are they just, it's just <laughs> the lounge, y'all? The lobby lounge. The lobby lounge. Mm -hmm. I guess. It's fine. I'm used to Disney coming up with really cool names for the lounges. I think that this is temporary while they figure out what's going to happen with Steakhouse 55. Oh, yeah, of course. So once Steakhouse 55 gets rebranded, they'll probably rebrand this again, too. Yeah. Great. Thank yeah. you, Pat, for that insight. Yeah. I would say that if you can't get a reservation at Goofy's Kitchen, but you want to, like, see him in his little chef outfit to hang out here, because I'm sure he's going to, like, make appearances. He's in the lobby over there all the time. Yeah, that's good. I like that place. Uh, and there will be live music, which will be nice. Ooh, nice. I like it. Uh, also, there will be a new pool bar that called 
Palm Breeze that will be opening at the villas later this month. So I like all these changes. Nice. Nice. Moving on. To Epcot. So, you know, 2024 is around the corner. Scary. Sooner than later. (laughs) (laughs) And say, go on tour anyway. (laughs) When do they start their tour? I I want them to start tomorrow, but they Uh, haven't announced anything yet. Okay. So as we all know, there are four festivals that take place at Epcot. Festival of the Arts, Flower and Garden, Food and Wine, and Festival of the Holidays. So once World Celebration opens, the Epcot festivals are going to change because there's going to be two new festival spaces that are going to be available. So you're going to have Communicore Hall and Communicore Plaza. So that's going to mean more places. So Communicore Hall is going to be an indoor space and home to multiple things. Uh, Inside, they're going to be doing character meet and greets. But this is also where you're going to find the kitchen demonstrations and a mixology bar. So that is going to be a great place for festival use. Um, Special food and beverage theme classes are going to pop up. Um, Hopefully we'll see those back in 2024 in those spaces. And then outside you have Communicore Plaza. Outdoor area, which will also allow for more festival offerings. As well as entertainment. It'll be interesting to see what Disney does in 2024 now that those spaces will be open and available and give Disney way more places to host events. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, they have so many kiosks in different areas. So it'll be a nice place for them to bring back those cooking um the demonstrations and the mixology and all of that that they had been having you know pre 2020 um i feel like they could have utilized some of that space at like restaurant marrakesh that they just turned into a lounge and they could have used it as a place to host events but you know Whatevs. I think they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with that restaurant space. Oh, yes. It'll be interesting to see what they put there. Just make it a new restaurant. Just make it a new restaurant, people. Or an attraction. Oh. It could be an Aladdin attraction there. Could be. Could be. I mean, we know Disney likes to do that. It's true. We'll have to see. You would have thought they would have teased it by now with all the teases they have over the next, you know, five, seven years. So (laughs) (laughs) anyway, well, alrighty then. I think it's time to chat about some great, awesome deals. Kristen, you know, people booking their Disney trip. I have some friends giving you a buzz. People listening to the show, booking their trip with you. 
So it, it would behoove our audience as they plan their next Disney trip to book early and save more. How much more, Kristen, can they save over there at the Walt Disney Resort? They can save up to 30%. Oof. Wow. Yeah. That's that's significant. Tell us yes, about it. they can save up to twenty five percent on stays most Sunday to Thursday nights, January 9th through February twenty second, and that's when you book by December fifteenth. Also, if you you can save up to thirty most nights February twenty fifth through March twenty fourth, when you book by December twenty fifth. After December twenty fifth. December 25th. December 15th. Why am I... I'm having problems. I don't know, sweetheart. (sighs) After December 15th, (laughs) then your discounts will not be so deep, unfortunately. Yeah, book early. Go ahead. Book early. Have Kristen do it for you. Um, Not only does she do Walt Disney World, she does Disneyland Resort as well as Adventures by Disney and Disney Cruise Line. A lot of hype for Disney Cruise Line over the next year with the... um, christening and the launching of new ships and all kinds of cool stuff Kristen, where can people email you for every cruise line um, known to man and booking their trip to, to disney parks they can contact me at theme parks and cruises at gmail.com that's wonderful speaking of prices walt disney world seems to be doing a little bit of a a price adjustment, if you will, offering some specials, and of course, they're raising prices and certain things. Um, Kat, do you want to talk a little bit about these uh, recent recent news drops about discounted tickets, perhaps? Yeah, I think I do. Hold on, where did I put that window before we? Okay, here we go. <laughs> so, starting October twenty fourth, you can start to purchase tickets for children that's ages three to nine for the california-based disneyland resort for as low as fifty dollars a piece tickets can be used between january 8th and march 10th of 2024 so this is a response to park attendance slowdown of course in the face of the exorbitant prices and reservation issues that they've been having um it's affecting Walt Disney World as well. Children's tickets and dining plans will be half off for guests who purchase a four-day, four-night vacation package at one of its resorts. The deals start November 14th and can be used from March 3rd through June 30th of 2024. Hmm. So limited time deals are not new for the Disney parks, but this is one that's, I would say, surprising. I've never seen one this specific before, uh, marketing towards children. I get it. It makes sense because you're paying the same amount, basically, maybe like a $10 difference between an adult ticket and a children's ticket right now. So slashing them to be a lot less is a smart way to incentivize people to come. Incentivize Especially families. The, yeah. the dining plan being half off. Yeah. Because they, of course, like everything else, have gone up in price. But I was just, we were just talking about this at, at dinner. Cause I said, that is my biggest thing when it comes to the Disney dining plan is you, if your child is three years old, it now is paying a kid's price for it, even though it's not going to eat or at least most three-year-olds. And I would say probably three to six-year-olds 
are not going to eat anywhere near what like an eight to 10 year old is going to eat. No. And when it comes to like my kids, it is sure not worth it to pay for a dining plan for them because neither of them are going to eat that much food to make it worth getting. Mm -hmm. Uh, I feel like Disney could do a, a children's tier. Like it's ages, you know, three to six are this amount um, or optional for parents and then ages, you know, seven to 10 or something like that is another price tier. Mm-hmm. As, especially when you're talking three, four year olds. They're. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, not at all. And most three year and four year olds are very picky too, you know? So Definitely. I think it's nice that they're going to be doing this half off. Makes me think maybe, maybe I'm going to want to book that. <laughs> yeah. I'd go for sure. Let's bring the kids. And the thing is, is this is not the only like theme park franchise being affected. I think you're seeing that there's so much inflation that it's affecting some of the other parks as well. Oh, definitely. Universal Six Flags SeaWorld uh, reported through MSNBC lower attendance this year. And so this decline, they need to do something. As I, I mentioned, you know, Dave and I will be talking about this on Skull Rock too, our our podcast. They have to do something to keep the turnstiles moving. The other thing I think too is when people can travel out of the country for the same price as they can travel to you know, a U.S.-based theme park. Why wouldn't you consider taking that trip to, you know, Italy or Japan or some other place like that when you can get that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The costs are going down. People are are looking to get out and travel and, and experience things because the travel industry is suffering. So anyway, but... That is just the tip of the iceberg. I don't know if we want to move on. Yes. Um, to now from slashing prices over at Disneyland for kiddos to price hikes at the Disney park, especially at Walt Disney World and their restaurants, Kristen. Yes. I think before we get into uh, the price it, uh, changes, let's talk about some new added dishes oh, okay sure okay so magic kingdom over at revived joffrey stand they have added a blueberry danish strawberry danish a chocolate croissant almond croissant ham and cheese croissant and a mocha espresso cookie hollywood studios uh they have removed the tropical tart at ABC Commissary. If you head over to Disney Springs, Smokehouse at House of Blues added jambalaya, classic corn dog, street corn dog, mac and cheese, barbecue nacho, corn dog, and a giant pretzel. Cat, what have they added at Splitsville? 
Well, we talked about Splitsville news. New, blah, 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 take two. We talked about Splitsville's new menu last week. So they added a bunch of different things like voodoo shrimp, killer bee pizza, surf and turf roll, Baja shrimp tacos, steak and fries. But they've also removed the firehouse pizza, the tropical delight platter, Rolls Royce platter, the tsunami, Mikasa, and the Cadillac margarita. What? How do you remove a margarita? Yeah. Um, over at the boathouse, they added a T-bone steak and removed the porterhouse. Hmm. Oh, I've been wondering when we would start to see this because it's October now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Salt and straw. <sighs> Halloween flavors added for October. We've got the Great Candy Copia, Jack-O-Lantern Pumpkin Bread, Don Buggito's Creepy Crawly Critters is back, Chocolate <sighs> Champarado with Sesame Toffee. That sounds good. And Blackberry Tamales. That one's vegan. So they brought back the bugs just for you, Kristen. I was going nope. to say the creepy crawly critters. That's the, that's the crickets, right? Yes. Yuck. Yeah. It's like chicken. No. Tastes like bug. Crunchy. It's just a little crunchy. Yeah. Yes. No. Just a little melty. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, be on Fear Factor. That's the awful <laughs> thing they would make me do. No. Fear Factor. It's so gross. I love it. So gross. The polite pig has added a Korean barbecue big bite sandwich. Planet Hollywood has added a hocus pocus shake and a Halloween shake. Ooh, I'm curious about the hocus pocus shake. Yeah, I want to know what that flavor is because that's not a flavor. Uh, friend of the pod wine bar George has added a fried chicken biscuit, French toast, steak frites, chicken salad sandwich, BLT and C. A Dekura Burrata, Saganaki on Fire, an artisanal cheese board are moved to the regular menu and they removed the snapper crudo. Uh-huh. And at Gideon's, they added October specials. Frankenstein lives cookie, bride of Frankenstein cookie, and a French toast cold brew. Hmm. Um, Aljon, do you want to talk about the hotels? Why not? Over there at Chula Steakhouse at the Swan and Dolphin, they've removed so many things. They just removed so many things. New Orleans style shrimp, roasted chicken, uh, brick chicken, caramels, uh, caramelized Brussels sprouts. But they did add bacon-wrapped barbecue shrimp, steak tartare, grilled half-rack domestic lamb, haricot verts, or haricot verts, and crispy potato wedges. So they have a few things there. And they do have some um, increases here uh, over there at uh, Good Foods to Go. And let's see here. They've, uh, well, they have some slight price increases, you know, and everything they sell there. But they have removed the Negroni, the Antioxidant Lemonade, Moscow Mule, Magical Star Cocktail, and Golden Haze Margarita. But they did add to replace these. Sunset margarita, indigo hibiscus, pineapple mule, and cold brew martini. How do you remove the magical star cocktail? I don't know. It's not the 50th anymore. Yeah, that's it. But hasn't that been going, like, isn't that the one that yes. they've had <laughs> for, forever. like, 20 years now? Yes, yeah, been there forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are increases over at the Turtle Shack restaurant. 
And over Mardi Gras restaurant, they've got price increases, removed the bourbon breeze and added the pineapple mule. More increases over an artist's palette as well. And at the Contempo Cafe, they got rid of the strawberry lemonade sugar cookie, y'all. Mm-hmm. That pretty much is it. Okay, let's talk about all the prices increases. Well, not really. We're not going to talk about all of them because there's too many. Uh, Quite a bit. Yeah, it's on like near 100 price increases. So we're going to mention a few of them. It's just only to kind of go. Yeah, but it kind of gives people an idea of like what what to expect because a few dollars if if you only go every couple years, it's going to be more than a couple dollars. <laughs> so, yeah. Um over at Olivia's Cafe, the bacon cheeseburger it went from 21 to 23. Several things at the Turtle Shack poolside snacks went up. So, for example, the pepperoni pizza went from nine twenty nine to ten twenty nine. So that's up a dollar. Uh, a lot of the items went up a dollar. Some things only went up a few cents. Uh, like the buttermilk chicken sandwich went from eleven seventy nine to eleven ninety nine. Um. The Nestle Mickey's Premium Ice Cream Sandwich went from $5.99 to $6.29. That's also the Mickey's Premium Ice Cream Bar as well. Uh, Most of the drinks, it looks like they went up uh, $0.30. So you can expect to see that. Um, Beers look like they went up $0.75. Uh, Mardi Gras, Cat, what went up there? Uh, the Minute Made Premium Raspberry Lemonade went up from five forty nine to five ninety nine. The Front Porch Freeze went from nineteen dollars and fifty cents to twenty dollars, and all that jazz from twenty fifty to twenty one dollars. Um, as well as the Lava Smoothie from five ninety nine to six twenty nine. Uh, over at Muddy Rivers at Porter Lean's Riverside, pretzel with cheese sauce went from seven forty nine to seven seventy nine. Um, and then those Minute Maid lemonades went up about thirty cents a piece, fifty cents a piece. It looks like that's kind of standard when it comes to the beverages that they either went up thirty or fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. At Definitely. least I should say the non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff went up at Goods Food to Go at Old Key West. Uh, breakfast items up about fifty cents. Coffee up about seventy cents. Wow. Uh, what else? All things to go up seventy cents. I know. <laughs> it's ridiculous because it cost them an extra penny. I gotta, yeah, exactly. I, gotta, I gotta know what program they use to plug in to maintain their minimum margin base or mar or blended margin base so that they can turn a profit i gotta know they've got to have an algorithm for that oh for sure no because these prices you know whatever the their their standard up their standard cost per per item is they always try to make sure that they deliver those maximum margins for their their shareholders (laughs) you know so i'm just like something i i'd love to see that algorithm i don't know i'm a, I'm a weirdo and, like that 
-hmm. It interests me when I see beverages that are non-alcoholic, especially, going up significantly because they cost little to nothing for them to supply. Yet, you'll find something like chicken strips that go up 30 cents. And it's like, how is that? Well, that's what I'm saying about the algorithm because they have to do some kind of blended margins in order to make it. Like, this is how much this particular item will bear. This is how much velocity we can push versus something that they do sell a lot of or don't sell a lot of. They have to kind of blend that margin together for profits. When like the pow- the power salad, twelve seventy nine to thirteen twenty nine, so it goes up fifty cents. I don't know. I just I don't know who comes up with these crazy things, but they're they're quite strange, if you ask me. <laughs> I would expect to see especially meat products go up the most well the baseline cost you know if it increases that's what it is you know or is it let's increase the things that cost us nothing because people will still spend the money on it well yeah i mean you still have that's what i'm saying about the cost average of the blended average of everything because at some point you know you're going to have some loss leaders you know and so you just try to offset Steak. that cost by raising the cup of price of coffee because that's something that people just buy and will continue to buy, um, you know, so their 100% profit now turns into 130% profit, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I feel like it's the things that people order without, like, forethought that they increase price on. Yeah, they don't bat an eye. They don't bat yeah, an eye coffee or something. Yeah, exactly. It's like things if you're if you're there to get a cheeseburger, if the cheeseburger is twenty one dollars or twenty three dollars, you're not really paying attention to it. Or like if you're there to have an alcoholic beverage, you want a Bloody Mary. If it's seventeen fifty or eighteen dollars, you're going to order it regardless. Yeah, there's so a, it's there's not a it's not. Yeah, there's like a there's several you know uh, essays and and things about the psychological cliffs of consumers that absolutely I, you know, but those are those are important because they'll look at those menu items or they'll look at you know, the cost of certain things and be like, no, that's not worth it for me. I'm not going to cross that bridge. I'm going to order something else. Mm-hmm. And when you look at alcoholic beverages specifically, that that's really important because people look at the cocktails and they'll go, I don't know if I'm going to get this aviator. I think I'm going to go for this beer instead, or I'm not going to get this top shelf beer or high gravity beer i'm going to go for this other beer instead because it already crosses that threshold of mm-hmm. you know 10.99 or 9.99 you know th- th- those things are real <laughs> so when you when yeah. when you're fixing to uh raise prices you have to think to yourself how much is this going to affect me because do i want to make less and sell more or do i want to make more money and sell less you know Good question. Good, you know, inversely affect things. Anyway, sorry, Chris. It is the question of the day. The question of the day, yes. Inflation. <laughs> Gurgling suitcases. Oh. My favorite. What's going on there, Kat? 
Oh, the deep fried pickle chips are up from eight to ten dollars. What? The pink London spritz went up from eleven to twelve, which I would recommend if you've not had it. It's very good. Um, margaritas are up a dollar or fifty cents. I have basically not, I have not had the pink London spritz. You should. It's very good. I'll have to try. I don't know what's in it. Probably crack, but it's delicious. <laughs> Um, yeah, gurgling suitcase is more of like a bar. So yeah. It's oh, yeah. mostly it's mostly uh alcoholic beverages that are up a dollar fifty cents. Um artist palette. Uh they've got a lot of increases at artist palette that are not anywhere else on this list, which is interesting. Bottled beverages are up at artist palette. Coke Zero Sugar, Sprite, simply uh, smoothies, monster energy drinks are all up about 20 cents, 30 cents. Hot tea, soy milk is up. It's very interesting. Green side salads up 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Oh, cut water, cut cock, canned cocktails are up. Gin and tonic went up 50 cents. $11.50 for a canned gin and tonic. I feel like I could buy a six pack for that. Um, you am I wrong? I don't drink that four pack. Though. A four pack, a four pack you can buy. Okay, yeah, four pack. Yeah. For about that, I think they're thirteen bucks for a four pack. Well, I mean, after this is without tax, so after tax. Mm-hmm. Over at the Backstretch Pool Bar, they upped their New York style hot dog fifty cents from nine forty nine to nine ninety nine, and. Their Mickey's premiums were also hit with that increase from five ninety nine to six twenty nine, and on the Rocks Pool Bar, Lava Smoothie is up from five ninety nine to six twenty nine. So it's just like, it's interesting. Yeah, looking at it like in having the list in front of you of what they've increased because it's like, it's not a big increase, right? But it feels like it's. A lot. Well, when you think about the fact that we could be revisiting these increases in six months, so within a year, they would have made that 30 cent increase up to maybe 60 cent increase. Yeah. Parts of a year, they're just doing it incrementally. Uh, so it's not a complete culture shock. Um, that's significant, y'all. I mean, that's pretty significant when you think about the 20 million, how, how many people, not 20 million, but However many millions of people that go through those turnstiles every single year, that's significant. I feel like I should pull up a a receipt from 2019 and oh. see the differences between 2019 and now. And there's like a $3 difference, I'm sure. I know. I'd, I'd love to, just like something as simple as like a plain cup of coffee. I'd like to see what the difference is. I, I have receipts from back in Where, 2003. What are we looking at? I remember Turtle Shack pool sidebar. Let's look up the old menu. Yeah, go for it. Because I was going to say, you know, I remember when a Wagyu burger over at over at um, Animal Kingdom over there at um, anyway, it'll come to me. Yak and Yeti was eighteen dollars. Sure. You know, now they're. How do you remember that? Just because psychological cliffs, baby. <laughs> Of all the things you're going to remember, it's the price of that piece it's 18 of bucks. Food. I remember. I remember the cost of that. It's um, 
coming from the guy I, well, who has a re- terrible memory. I remember <laughs> thinking it was pretty expensive at the time, and now I wouldn't bat an eye paying twenty three bucks for it, twenty five bucks for it. You know, it's just one of those things. Makes sense. Change with the times. Anyway. Okay, pina colada. Yeah, at the Turtle Shack. Yes. Oh, no, that's not one of the ones on here. Just kidding. Hold on. <clears throat> da, da. Should I play some background music? Do, 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 do. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. yes. In 2020, a hot tea cost $2.79. Oh, no. Okay. And right now, a hot tea costs Three dollars and seventy nine cents. So uh-huh. three years, it's gone up a whole dollar yep. for some hot leaf water, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The shit it's hot scary when you expensive. like start pulling up like receipts from like ten years ago and compare them to Disney prices now. I'm looking at the Turtle Bar menu. Yeah, there's not a there's not a pina colada on this list, but there is a pina colada at one of the other places. Where was it? Gurgling suitcase. It might have been gurgling suitcase. Yeah, gurgling suitcase is a four. A pina colada is fourteen dollars right now. Yeah, at Goods Food to Go. At the Turtle Shack, which is like forty feet away, it was eight dollars and seventy five cents. Oh, you. And it's prob they probably were the same price. You know, at both locations, because, yeah, I mean, that's one thing Disney pretty much does is whatever, as long as it's Disney owned, whatever the price is of one thing here, if you go to like a different resort or a different park, that same item is the same price. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. That is really big jumps in prices. Yeah, that's like a pina colada doubled in price in three years it's a world we're living in yeah and i guarantee you pineapple juice does not cost that much no but how do you think they're paying for all these park expansions y'all it's true although i just want to make sure that those bartenders and wait staff are making a thriving wage that's really what i care about oh yeah well i know that they just recently you know from that strike they did get a little bit more Yes. Uh, and hopefully they'll be able to get more tips as a result as well. I mean, people out there, so, don't be skipping on the tippage. So there's one thing that I was looking up something once and found out. In the state of Tennessee, it is $2.13 an hour that they pay servers and bartenders. That's that's what they get paid here. However, Terrific. depending on your state depends on what the minimum is they can get paid in a lot of other states pay more i believe florida's is like five dollars is the least that they're allowed to pay them but i mean yeah tennessee is two two thirteen an hour because that's what the federal law says is two thirteen for servers and bartenders. no 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 at federal law federal law those people yes but in tennessee yeah Yeah. it's ridiculous they put up with the most that's why in yeah the service industry 
It's why you got to hustle if you're waiting tables. It's one job I've never had. I've yeah, done it, and I can tell it. you, it doesn't. You could put me in the worst section in the restaurant, and I will still run circles around anybody else. I, I'm just. You just have to be good at it. I love me some good servers because me too. I respect, totally respect. You know, I, I've been in sales. My my food industry knowledge uh, is only as good as um, the training to be like an assistant manager for a Captain D's, which there are hardly any restaurants left of those. But, um, but being a server, that's that that's hard work. And I love the ones that take pride in their work, and they certainly will get a big tip for me and Kristen just because you know. Let me. Always, my mom always says that I could never be a waitress or a server or a hostess. I just couldn't ever do it because the second somebody's like, "I have an allergy," even though I have an allergy, I'd be like, "What happens? Do you die? <laughs> <laughs> do you have a heart condition? What do you need decaf for?" <clears throat> you be, you work great over there. At, um... Oh, what is it over at uh, 50s prime time? <laughs> oh, yeah, for real, though. Like, but I wouldn't be joking. It'd be like serious. It'd be like, no, <laughs> but even you could totally get away with it because <laughs> nobody would know you weren't joking. Oh my God. You don't like onions? Eh, it's fine. <laughs> you think you're going to be kissing someone later? Yes. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. I could never do it. I don't have the patience. I go to Jersey Mike's and load up on some darn onions. That's for sure. Anyway. You have to be able to take people treating you like dirt on their shoes and nope. still smile. And you gotta know you gotta know that menu inside and out. And well I'd be the one flipping the table. It'd be me. There's so many I will tell you, there's so many great cast members. When we go to places like Chef Art Smith's Homecoming or you know, we'll go to um you know, just any one of those places that we like to go to uh, bars and lounges and things of that nature to our, our favorite servers of all time over there at the 50s primetime of the tune and lounge they're our favorite bartenders oh, ever. oh yeah their favorite bartenders they've been there forever they know us by name they love us they, you know even though it's been years and we went through the pandy and then you know coming back they still love to see us um and I love that about the the Disney cast members that are there that that Absolutely. put in the work, and uh, you know we want to treat them right. But uh, it is it it is hard to stomach these increases, but we understand that's a part of life. I mean, you know, the cost of eggs is not what they used to be three years ago. No. And, uh, we just have to kind of grin and bear it, and uh, you know, move on to the next thing and, and do our very best. So uh, respect to the servers. And yes, price increases do happen, but it is interesting. As I said, you know, we'll revisit the price increases again as we do several times a year. They do it like twice a year, and um, with ticket prices and and with uh, food items and, and stuff like However, that. However, so. we won't be ad- <laughs> fingers crossed. We will not be addressing it anymore this year. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> this is true. We'll be addressing it in the year twenty twenty four. Oh God! In the future, I'm not ready. I know, right? I'm not ready for all the Christmas stuff because Halloween hasn't happened, Thanksgiving <laughs> hasn't happened, and everywhere <laughs> there's Christmas. I'm like, why are no. we getting rid of Halloween? It hasn't happened yet. 
I went to buy a cauldron to put my Halloween candy in and they already had Halloween not Christmas stuff at Michael's. I was so upset. Uh-huh. Everywhere. I know. But hey, you know what? You can get 50, 60% off all that Halloween stuff now. Oh, that's true. That's so true. Speaking of Halloween, I think we're wrapping this up. Yes, we, we are. Do it. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, and click that notification bell. Oh, I'm too busy <laughs> doing the Halloween music. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> you guys are the reason we do this show. So please support us by sharing and giving us those five-star reviews. Another way you can support us is you can consider becoming a supporter on Spotify. Or you can shop our links. We've got Amazon, Disney Store, Kingdom Stroller, and Garden Grocer. And you can find all of them on diningatdisney.com or in the show notes below. Al John. Yes, find us on social media. You know it. You love it. We're on it. Everything but TikTok. Um, just do it. You can find me on social media on Instagram. It's the best place to find me, Al John Go. Uh, you can also check out our sister podcast, myself and Dave Bossert. We host Skull Rock Podcast. Dave should be on the show soon. Uh, and Dave is a renowned author and, of course, former Disney uh, creative director. And we're talking about his brand new book, House of the Future, that I have right behind me, if you're seeing this on video, which is about the Monsanto House of the Future. And it's absolutely amazing. And we review it, and it's great. And uh, he'll hopefully be on the show again real soon to talk about the House of the Future as well as his 35th anniversary of The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is slowly getting to be on the bestseller list, So, uh, which is amazing. Yes, we love Nightmare Before Christmas. It is Halloween time anyway. Uh, you can also find Kat. Uh, I'll have her tell you uh, when she gets to her section. Uh, but don't forget about her podcast, too. Eat the Pictures. Because it's awesome. Eat the pictures, bite-sized podcast about food and film. The archive is there, and it's awesome. Check it out everywhere podcasts are heard. Kristen, I'm sorry, Cat. I'm jumping ahead of myself. You're good. I can pretend I'm Cat. <laughs> Go for it. Do it. No, don't. It's not. No. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at catastrophe at c a t underscore a s t r o p h e. You can find Dining at Disney, like Aljun said, at all of our socials. And, of course, at DiningAtDisney.com. If you haven't already, please join our Facebook group, Dining at Disney. And check out our friends, the Disney Dorks and the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone. And you can listen to all your Halloween Disney favorites right now over at Sorcerer Radio, which can be found at SRSounds.com. Or you can download their lovely app, which I use frequently. Um, Until next time, I've been Kat. That's been Kristen and Aljun. Bon appetit. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment and informational purposes. All other trademarks mentioned are the property of their respective owners. It's like spacey Halloween music. <laughs> do, you like the, do you like the backyard music this time? It's weird. It's weird. So you don't want me to use it again? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Verdict's out. That music might return. It may not. We'll see. <laughs>